0: All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome inside the 360 Sports Show. We're coming to you live on Facebook, Periscope, and I am Abe Pazzelli. He is Christian Lauber. This is going to be one of those blink or you'll miss it, uh, and you'll miss it, episodes. Um, We are both very tired, Christian more so than I. Uh, But that is because we had a wonderful evening last night celebrating Mr. Lauber and now Mrs. Lauber, um, the beautiful Christian in Newport so we had a great time uh that means that today's show thankfully Christian we do night shows now uh our new time here Monday night definitely favors the uh uh the day after show um so uh, I'll just start first though but with how how are you feeling how how are we doing now
1: tonight uh you know being that it is nighttime now it's it's better but I'm still not a real human being yet so it's gonna be (laughs) next week where you know I'm refreshed.
0: Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll have more energy next year. And Colin in the comment section says congratulations again to Christian. So Thank you, Colin. Uh, as we move along here, we're going to try and run through just a couple of the big topics uh, from the past week in sports. If you want to jump in with us and uh, join, uh, ask a question or throw out a topic for us, we can certainly hit on it. Um, in any of the live streams, you can do that or you could email the show, the360sportshow at gmail.com. Uh, so thank you for finding us here on a Monday night, getting you ready for Monday night football. And actually, let's just start there. so way In case we run out of time before we get there. Uh, Monday night football, final game of week number two, uh, the Detroit Lions traveling to Lambeau Field to face the 0-1 Green Bay Packers. Uh, Christian, will we actually see Aaron Rodgers tonight or will we get his stunt double again?
1: You know, it's a tough question to answer. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm almost, I just saw something that, Someone could potentially win, like, almost $800,000 if the Lions win. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, after last week, I feel like they're going to bounce back, much like the Saints went the other way. Um, but I, it's so hard to tell because I feel like he's just absolutely checked out. Yes.
0: Uh, Colin says in the comment section, should we R-E-L-A-X for tonight's game? Uh, I think... You want to put stock in, hey, it's Aaron Rodgers, and they'll bounce back. But the way they played last week, I think, had just as much to do with Aaron Rodgers as it did is like, what the Saints could do defensively. Now, granted, they have a great defense. I also don't think the Packers' weapons are all that good. Like, I've never not said that Aaron Rodgers' claims aren't valid, Mm -hmm. that he needs more weapons, but he complains about it like he didn't have something to do with the reason why they had no money to go get weapons. So yeah. that's that's where I get off the train with Aaron. But he is right. The team's yeah. not good. I don't think the parts around him are good. And so I think if he's just having a whatever, I'm just going to go out here and play my backyard football brand of game. Uh I don't think the I think the Lions are going to be better than we thought. Um at least early on here, you know, who knows. Once you get into like an 0 8 start, Things just always fall apart. It doesn't matter how good your team is. Um, they fought back against the Niners last week. Uh, so I'm sticking with my pick. I'm sticking with Detroit to pull the upset here. Tonight. Jared Goff. We got Jameis Winston one week. Now we're going to get Jared Goff out dueling Aaron Rodgers the next. How about that?
1: I don't even know. Where, I don't even remember who I picked at this point. But I feel like it was Green you Bay. Picked, you picked Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still going to stay Green Bay. But I would. Probably take the points because being based minus 11 and a half. I think yeah, way too much, way, too, way, Uh, way, way too much. But it is Um, in Lambeau. And I just feel like they're going to have some type of bounce back. Yeah. Um, One of the big storylines coming
0: out of the the first two weeks, everybody's their attention is always on the rookie quarterbacks. And like the draft comes and I mean, we, we, we did it. Anybody who joined it with us? 4 hours of draft talk and most of it, you know, on the night of the draft is all about the quarterbacks, right? And with yep. this many taken in the first round, we knew the spotlight was going to be on those guys. Um to this point, I think, you know, there's always the decision, should you start the first round quarterback right away? Is it better for him to get experience or should he sit and learn? I really think there's no right answer all the time, but I really think it depends on the team you have. If you are You know, like Peyton Manning, when he got drafted, he had a pretty good team around him. So you stick him in there, and you had a good program, right? Um, What they're doing in San Francisco right now, they're kind of grooming Lance. He's getting action, but he's still, you know, behind Garoppolo. What Chicago wanted to do was let Fields sit and learn because I feel like even though they like their team, maybe they feel like they're not ready for him. What's happening with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson I think is an example of what you shouldn't do. You don't have enough of a team around those guys. Is it helping Zach Wilson to look like he did yesterday, which was a college quarterback playing in the NFL? That's what it looked like. It didn't look like he had been It's not like he did not look like a NFL quarterback. He looked lost um, and not ready for the game. And does it help him to have 15 more weeks of that? I certainly don't think so. So it comes down to the system in a situation. And if
1: they keep playing those guys, I just don't think it helps. I feel like the Jets have decent weapons though, and I, I don't know, from what I see with Wilson is it's him and his processing ability right now. So like he's going through reads and he's throwing it to the other team. Especially <laughs> yesterday, like a lot of those throws were not there. Like he's just not seeing maybe he's just not seeing it. But guys are in double coverage, especially the one over the middle and where Jackson tipped it. He's just not seeing guys, and I don't know if that's Check kind of doing some different coverages. I'd have to actually go look at it because it was just, you know, kind of a background thing. But um, overall, Wilson has not been great. Trevor Lawrence especially has not been great because we all know the situation in Jacksonville. But for Zach Wilson, I feel like playing time is good. I don't think he's being ruined yet anyway. Um, and I feel like some of this comes, he's going to see the film and maybe recognize and hopefully fix it. Yeah. But let's not forget he's you know first year quarterback he's still young and how many how much college football did he actually play Yeah but
0: New York already getting booed
1: <laughs> Welcome
0: yeah. to New York kid <laughs> yeah. That's not surprising So that's that's all I think I just think some of these teams there's this desperation to win with that guy and I think you just run the risk of it not working out because you're trying to push it too much it remains to be seen. I mean, I think Robert Sala in New York is going to be given a long leash. You know, he's going to be given a couple of years. Um, but I don't know. We saw the Jets do this, like, with Sam Darnold. They, people were saying all the same things. Oh, no, year two, year three, he's ready to yeah. make a jump. I think Sam Darnold is just kind of a jag. Now, maybe he turns out to be a guy who's, like, you know, can become middle quarterback. Like, hey, he's Alex Smith, right? You know, um, one of those middle starters at best, maybe you're a Kirk cousins. Um, yeah, right now. I just, I would worry about you're really trying to build it and let a guy, especially these young guys who don't know how to run a pro offense. Um, and you're trying to run a pro offense with him and then you get away from it because you just want to like put him in the best place to succeed. I don't know. Give him a veteran to learn from. They don't. They're not doing that either.
1: So yeah, I don't know. He's it not had a yet, though. True, Adam was you know kind of the quarterback ruiner. I still like. I still like what I see from Zach Wilson in a sense where he has the ability. Right. He's just got to get. I feel like maybe the mental difference between college and the NFL is not there yet, which he's gonna have to yeah. fix. But just focusing on him, most notably, I feel like. He's kind of the guy that, it's not like he outplayed Mac Jones or anything. I think Mac Jones is kind of pro-ready, and we've seen that. Um, he can at least lead in offense. Whether they can score touchdowns is a big question. But overall, Zach Wilson has the ability. It's just a matter of, can he process things uh, and stop throwing it to Devin McCourty, who is not his teammate. <laughs> uh, I think, and you hit on it there,
0: with Mac Jones, what's stuck out now the mo- after the first two weeks is, we are getting everything we were sold on. That he is pro ready. And I, I don't know what his ceiling will be. Is his ceiling and like I said, is his ceiling Alex Smith. But that's what that we've kind of thought that hey, if Belichick's got a defense, all he needs is a guy that manages the game. Make the right throws, make the right reads, don't make mistakes, take care of the ball. And so far, Mac Jones has been, you know, we everything we've been sold on. He's been accurate. He's been efficient. Now, I think, you know, we wanted to see them kind of take the gloves off him. And I think they did in a sense that they were still calling pass plays. They weren't necessarily getting aggressive. And he necessarily wasn't getting aggressive pushing the ball down the field, um, except, you know, a couple of, like, you know, gimme plays, play action, and you hit Hunter Henry on a seam. You know, it's a little pop pass. It's over the top, right? Is a big play. Um, But. Calling pass, I mean, they wanted to try and ice the game, you know, and not give the ball back to the Jets one more time. Mm-hmm. They went three pass plays. You know, they didn't just go, and they even said, the broadcaster said, you know, they probably would just go shotgun draw here to try and run some clock. No, they got aggressive. They they wanted to keep throwing it. They put trust in Mac. How much more trust they'll give him in the red zone remains to be seen. But at least it looks like they're trusting him to drop back and make good decisions. And for now, for this team, with a rookie quarterback, I'll take him right now over what I've seen out of the other guys. Now, I guess if you had Zach Wilson instead of Mac Jones and you have Bill Belichick coaching Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, is it different? Or is Mac Jones, because he's Alabama, pro offense and all that stuff, he was just more ready to jump into this system?
1: What do you think? Here's how it's different. Those guys wouldn't be playing this year if it was if it was Belichick, their coach. Uh they would for sure be redshirting, in my opinion. Um now they didn't have any shot either of those guys, but I still think Mac Jones, no matter where he would go, he would still do the little things well and he would take care of the ball. So most notably right now, he's taking care of the ball. They're winning the turnover better. They need to score more if they're gonna be a playoff team. I know it's like, oh, they won twenty five to six. But he had four picks and pretty good field position on a bunch of those. So not not getting into the end zone is a little bit of a worry so far, especially when you consider Miami. They had some chances in the red zone again. Um, But he's doing everything you want him to do. They're running the ball with Harris, who we talked about last week. He had that fumble, but outside of that, that was half coaching, really. Yeah. He's been very good. Oh, he
0: ran angry. Yes, yeah. so that touchdown yeah, run, yeah.
1: he was Ridiculous. angry. <laughs> and he's a guy they need, right? So he's really the focal point. And then Mac will kind of stack week to week, get better each week, hopefully. And then by week eight, week 10, week 12, if you start seeing some different things, that's, good, that's a good sign. He's progressing. Uh, but for now, 22 of 30 for almost 200 passing yards. You'll take that with no turnovers, absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, and it was a big win for them because, I mean, now we don't know what the Saints are. You know, talk about a Jekyll. And, are they going to be a Jekyll and Hyde team? Uh, because, and I guess we'll learn more tonight. If the Packers get their doors blown off by the Lions, then we now look at the Saints and say, okay, well they beat a team that's already given up, uh, and they lost embarrassingly to a team we think is going to be a midler. So, huh. I guess the Saints aren't that good. Um, but just having the fact that you're 1-1, one one, now that Saints game looks a little bit winnable, if you're 2-1 and one heading into Tampa Bay, one, that ups the hype for that game more. It makes it more exciting. Yeah. And you don't feel like it's a must-win almost, where like, oh gosh, if we lose this game and we're 1-3, we've already lost a game in the division and in the conference, you start doing the math, you know, you got to play really good ball. Saints looks a little bit more manageable now because um, you could not start 0-2. So, um, sure. We'll have plenty of time for some more in-depth uh, game analysis uh, as the season goes on. But as promised, this is this is the, the lightning round here tonight, so we're going to move on. Um, Last week's Monday night game was Ravens-Raiders, and a game that ended kind of crazily because you're in overtime, the Raiders turn it over in the red zone, you think the Ravens are going to go win it, then they get strip sacked, you think, Oh, well, now 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 it's the Raiders have another chance to win it. And they're like in field goal range and they're like, Well, just run the kicker out. Okay? And then they don't have it organized and they take it to lay a delay of game. It's like, how embarrassing. How embarrassing is that is a coaching decision. And then, okay, well, I guess we're gonna put the offense back out there. And if you're Baltimore, I would be thinking, Why even do anything aggressive here? Let these guys Clearly seem not on the same page whatsoever. No, we're gonna all out blitz and just let a guy run straight biased for a touchdown to end the game. The flip flopping of what I thought was coaching ineptitude in that last like final three minutes of that game was ridiculous. Um but the Raiders win that. They beat the Steelers yesterday, and Derek Carr, I think everyone, including us, has kind of poo-pooed what Derek Carr is. And it's only two games, but is he a front runner for MVP already? I mean, almost 900 yards passing in two games. I know they had an overtime, and he threw a bomb to get you know a big chunk in that game. But um, are they just going to be one of these teams that maybe they have like a two-three loss season? their number one seed, but we they get knocked off in the first round or something like that because they're not actually that good. But their schedule's favorable um and Derek Carr looks like he could be having setting himself up for a monster year and maybe an
1: MVP year I could be wrong but I feel like they're always like one of those teams that's like five and two and you're like okay this they could make the playoffs and be legit and then they go eight and eight so I I don't know it's so early um but hey they're two and oh right I mean yes one of the only teams the the Chiefs got knocked off yesterday by uh By by Baltimore actually yeah and uh Tampa Bay is the other one that I know of. Um, unfortunately, for, for Derek Carr, th- there's an old man still playing football. So he's in the early MVP conversation as well. But, and I'd go, I know I always lean towards Brady, you know, in that conversation. But, yeah, it's way too early to tell. I feel like they could flip flop pretty fast, but they at least should be representable. They should be a playoff team.
0: Yeah. I and mean, their schedule, the rest, I mean, you look at it. Knowing what we know now about how well they've played, you got the Dolphins next week for them. Uh, is Tua going to be out? I mean, plus even if he was in, like it. even if he was in, I, we're not that high on Tua anyways. Um, then you got the Chargers, who look like Justin Herbert's going to have a great year, but that team is just going to not mm-hmm. win games. <laughs> they yeah. look like like I don't think he doesn't look that much different from last year to this year so far. Bears. Uh, I mean, again, is uh, uh what their quarterback situation is is going to be like in that game could be a mess.
1: How far can Andy Dalton take you? Huh? Yeah,
0: I mean, Bron- Broncos, Eagles, Giants. I mean, yes, you play the Chiefs, then the Bengals again. I mean, if they're having Washington, if you're having if the Raiders are having a good year, there's a lot of very winnable games in here. Yeah, I mean, their toughest games they play the Cowboys, the Chiefs. Obviously, they play the Chiefs um, twice, um, but then and the Browns and the Colts; those are some tougher games. Um, but kind of teams I all kind of lump together. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes, how that pans out. Because I do think, you know, people talk about like it's good when the Celtics and Lakers and like the New York Knicks are good in in basketball. It's good for football if the Raiders are good. It's good that the Browns are good. Like, it's better for the NFL if those teams, same with the Cowboys. You know, I don't know how they're still America's team after all this time and not winning anything. Um, I've seen people say that their logo, it's not a logo, it's a rating. Um, But it's, football is better when those teams are
1: good. So. Without a doubt. and, And their stadium is just sick. (laughs) that is definitely true yeah the Death The death star
0: finally with fans so good to see it with fans um we will get to picks for week three but i wanted to run through uh one other thing um and we've talked um on and off about baseball you know it's so hard to you know get really up and down uh with baseball because it's just such a long season 11 games left now basically in the season uh, the Boston Red Sox. Yippee, you play suck teams and you win five games in a row. Uh, you get to play again. Um, so right now they're in the driver's seat for that first hard spot. The Blue Jays are right on their heels back by a game. And then the New York Yankees right now, after everything, are on the outside looking in. Yeah. But you've got three teams, probably three teams in the AL East are gonna make it. You'd expect now the Red Sox to make it because of who they have left on their schedule. Um and honestly, Toronto, I think, is going to be able to get it because the Yankees, they have the toughest schedule the rest of the way. They play Toronto and Boston and Tampa again. There's no gimmies in there for the Yankees, so they may be on the outside looking in. Despite having a turnaround part of their year and a good year, they could have a good record and not make it even with this expansion. Is the AL East the after everything? It's we've just been so down on some of these teams, but. If you have four teams that are basically in the mix for the playoffs, is it the best division in baseball? And maybe we have to kind of look back and say, well, the Red Sox have lost some games and they may not get to 90-something wins like they were headed towards. But to win 89, 90 games in this division, honestly, are are they now better than we thought? We've like We keep going, they're the Jekyll and Hyde. We don't know now. But down the stretch, it's impressive, I think.
1: Yeah, it is, and I think the, the division, there they have four eighty 80-game winners now with Toronto kind of catching fire here late in the season, and the Yankees went the other way, but they're still in the 80s as well, so you go by numbers, sure, they're one of the best divisions in baseball. Now, that comes down to strength of schedule and stuff, but if you really look at those four teams, Tampa, Yankees, Red Sox, and um, Blue Jays, yes, th- based on numbers, based on winning percentages, they have Or the best teams making them like a pretty good division, which we did not think initially. Now Baltimore kind of ruins the whole thing because they suck so bad. They're basically like a double A team, but overall, yeah. And, and now you look at it as, okay, maybe it's not, you know, the Red Sox were kind of running away with it and Tampa was always in the conversation, but maybe it wasn't as easy to, to win games as we thought. And, everything happened with the trade deadline but maybe they just you know kind of mellowed out but all the other teams got better so yeah who if knows they, i think they should make the playoffs but we'll see here in the in the last you know 10 11 games
0: if they make the playoffs and the yankees don't heim bloom gets let off big time because if it goes if it if it went the other way and it seems like it's not but if you say didn't make the playoffs and the yankees did and their guys who they went out and got are like raking in the postseason. Yeah. Oh, way worse. So he's getting very lucky right now that it's trending the way it's trending.
1: Yeah, it's uh, kind of unfortunate, but I'll take I, it. I mean, I you know, I know. at least. Dalbeck has at least played better here in in the you know, last quarter of the season. So that's a good sign. He's still youngish, I guess. Yeah. All right, Christian. Uh,
0: so last week. Um, well, we don't know the result of tonight's game. Tonight's game is actually a swing game for us. Uh, currently, it's 10-9 to 9 right now in favor of me from picks from last week. So if, if, if Green Bay does uh, hold serve at home like people would expect them to, then we will have broken even uh, on the week. Uh, but if uh, Detroit pulls the upset, um, I'll have a two-point lead on you, and we'll see how long... It can take for I me start, to uh, I whittle, start whittle the Jets, whittle that away. Um, so, with that being said, let's get into picks for Week Three in the NFL. And if you want to go ahead and pull them up, yep, we I can a run
1: through them. All right, Thursday night, Carolina at Houston. Ooh, man! Did I see that Tyrod Taylor got hurt again? Yes. <sighs> I can't catch a break. <laughs> no, all he, got, all he catches is breaks. That's true. Yeah, I mean, not not the right kind of break though.
0: Yeah. oh goodness. Um, I don't know. I have literally. Uh, uh I'm gonna a uh, nine to nine tie. Can I put that in? Uh, I'm gonna go with Carolina. I just I don't I don't know I don't know with Houston. That's like I don't know. Don't trust that situation at all now.
1: Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Carolina as well. From what I see, I mean, they're two zero. They should be a midler, but. Uh, they do have some talent. I think Sam Darnold's actually played pretty well, so. Yeah. Next. All right. Next, I just got off the page. I think, uh, Buffalo is the clear, uh, clear answer here. You gotta say it again, because you just broke up on me. My bad. Oh, Buffalo.
0: But with the matchup. Oh, Buffalo,
1: uh, Washington at Buffalo. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Buffalo... All the way. They
0: had a big bounce back week yesterday. So I expect them to play up to par the rest of the way. Yeah. Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, ooh, yeah, Cleveland. I mean, what? I don't know. If Fields gets a full game to prepare as a starter, and if he ends up having to start, does it look different? Maybe. But again, Cleveland's one of these teams that's
1: just ready. So, Yeah, I'm going Cleveland as well. Where's the difference going to come? Baltimore at Detroit. Baltimore. No, Baltimore.
0: And now, the one thing I will say, I watched the highlights of last night's game because obviously we were not watching live. Um, we were thoroughly enjoying ourselves. Um, I want to know how long you can get through a season with Lamar Jackson doing like his whole front flip into the end zone. Like somebody posted a picture of it. Like, you know, mo- one of the most exciting players in the NFL. It's like, I'm looking at the dude literally like with his wrist bent all the way. Like he's prop fully parallel. It's like, that's a cool picture. I don't want my MVP level star quarterback front flipping into the end zone. I mean, the guy's a slight guy. He's not a big, strong guy. So I just feel like, how would you feel if you did that and you snap up your wrist and now like your season's done. Yeah, not great. So I, 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 just wonder what the durability with him now. It hasn't. It didn't really come into effect either the last two years. Um, but I wonder
1: what his ability will be, um, long term. Now this I'll tell is, you what though. He's a fun he, guy to watch, man.
0: You th- and you think like, gosh, it, but here's what it's gonna take though, and it, a team just has to commit to doing it and know that they're gonna get gashed for a couple of plays. You have to hit him. Like when he hands off the ball on that zone read, you have to hit him. It's not a passing play. Yeah. Crush him. My dad likes to say, you know, so I forget it's from an old school, like NFL guy. you know, reduce the ball carrier's enthusiasm to carry the ball. Like that's what you have to do when teams run option. Guess what? There's a guy who's responsible for the quarterback. And you know what you do? You plant him in the ground. It's easier said than done with that
1: guy though. Like, it is he's not I a know. big guy. He's I know. not gonna break your tackle, but he'll make you miss in eight hundred different ways. So. I know,
0: but I, I it'll just take a team committing to that. Because um, if not, I just feel like I mean the Patriots have played that like we sit back and they kind of mine the gaps. That guy's just too fast. You just can't
1: give him time to run. Well, the around. problem is Jerome Bentley's mining the wrong gap. I mean, that's <laughs> if you're talking about the Patriots, but yeah. And that's true. Who looks, I got to say, he looks, he looks,
0: I mean, he's he made some plays yesterday. Yes, he did, yeah. He looks slimmer. Now, I think it's because he's wearing number eight. You know, I think that number eight jersey just very
1: slimming. Slums him
0: down. Single-digit number. Uh, anyway, moving on. Baltimore, Detroit, we're both taking Baltimore. Indianapolis at Tennessee. Yikes. I'm going to take Tennessee. I mean, Indy is not as good as I was expecting them to be, and Tennessee Talk about a huge win. Uh, victimized by the idiotic taunting rule. That's a rant for next week because we know it's yep. not going away.
1: Um, but Tennessee, finding a way to win in Seattle, Tennessee. Yep, agreed. I, I have not liked what I've seen from Indianapolis yet. So Nope. Tennessee all the way. Los Angeles Chargers at Chiefs. KC.
0: I can't I'm not gonna pick the Chargers because they just they just look like they're another four and twelve team or four and a five and twelve team that Justin Herbert's gonna have a great year. And yeah they're
1: not gonna win. Yeah, so. they're a seven and ten, whatever team. They're not beating Kansas City in Kansas City though, so no Chiefs. New Orleans at New England. I'm gonna let you go first on this one, Christian. I'm gonna take the Patriots. Why? I still think Jameis Winston is, he he did it against a Packers team that literally just did not give two craps if they won or lost. Uh, And then he threw two picks yesterday. Desperation, they lost to Carolina. I think their defense will cause some issues. I just, I'm not there with Jameis Winston yet. I just can't, I cannot see him coming in here and and running over this defense like they did in week one. I just can't see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 for all those same points, and also that, like, we make a big deal out of Zach Wilson and, hey, you need a veteran. Well, here comes a veteran that is going to be very happy to throw the ball to the other team. Yeah. <laughs> so see if some of those tendencies get uh, get broken. Um, I do think New Orleans defense is going to be able to cause a lot of trouble, but, I mean, the Patriots are built for that. They, they're going to lean on the running game, the controlled passing game. If If Mac Jones doesn't have to do anything special to win them the game, uh, the Patriots should be able to win this game. Just kind of now what we see out of New Orleans. Um, and we'll know more after tonight. After this Detroit-Green Bay game, we'll be able to really look at New Orleans' win in Week 1 and kind of be able to grade that even better. So yeah. uh, I'm going to take the Patriots. And and just because just because I want to set up the better, the better storyline and matchup for Week 4. Which yeah. we'll have plenty of time to dissect when it comes,
1: but well, that's a loss. But we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Atlanta at New York Giants. Oh man, the battle of
0: <laughs> somebody's finally going to get a win. Um, man, sucky and suckier. Terrible, awful game. I don't know. I mean, I liked Atlanta's fight, and I, you know, what? I'm going to take Atlanta. Wanna why? Because. I... <laughs> how often are you going to have like back-to-back plays where passes get deflected and picked off by the same yeah. corner who scores a touchdown? Like uh, pff, uh, I, I, a couple of, I mean, the Falcons were making a comeback in that game and like a couple of crazy bounces go against them and end up losing by like, you know, 20 something points. So, um, they're not playing Tom Brady this week. Uh, Daniel Jones, definitely not on the same level. Um, Giants go 0-3 and the hot seat is uh, cranked up a couple of notches on Joe
1: Judge. Yeah, I just refuse to break lockstep on a New York football team. I can't do it, so I'm going to take Atlanta as well. The analysis
0: is good. The uh, excitement over the picks, not so much. Lockstep yeah. so far.
1: <laughs> uh, Cincy at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati
0: Gross. I Pittsburgh because they're at home, but I really don't feel good about it. This is this is one of those things. You know, game, you know, this will tell me a lot about about Cincy and the direction they're heading. But I I'm not prepared to pick them yet on the road in Pittsburgh. I name. really don't. I really don't like it
1: though. Yeah, same reason. But I'm a little bit more higher on the Steelers. I think you know they had a bad week this week, but at home, I, I Cincy's just not there yet. I mean, they have a good quarterback, young quarterback. They're just not ready yet. All right, on we go. Cardinals at Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, good
0: lord! Um, we should at this point we should just start betting these with the spread. Uh, what is the spread on this game? Jesus, got to be it's got to be bad.
1: Um, I'm gonna say I'm see. gonna guess oh. like 18. I don't even see a number. Uh, let's see, minus no, minus seven and a half for Arizona. Right now, wow, that's a that's a good number.
0: Arizona's rolling. Yeah. Now that's an example of a team that played their rookie quarterback back when, but they really designed the system exactly for him, and it was they really worked with him to make it work, and now he's flourishing even more. Um, but he initially struggled a little bit, and then obviously uh, another hey. Kyler Murray could be an MVP candidate as well. Yeah. Um down the line here. Uh I I am not gonna pick against them until something drastic happens otherwise, or they're playing
1: one of the they're playing the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah. So uh Arizona. Yep, Arizona. And then another kind of easy one, Jets at Denver. Well, easy for me. I'm going Denver, but let's see. You break lops- lockstep again on the Jets?
0: No, I, I not after that. Maybe I would if I hadn't just seen Zach Wilson throw it four times directly to double coverage and coverage. Like, there's yeah. not a receiver there. That's not Devin. Idea. That's Devin McCourty. Um, you, I gotta take the Broncos, who quietly, you know, they're playing well. Um, also, you know, ish in Denver. I, you know, this is this is a, a blood in the water
1: type game for them. So. Denver all the way. Miami at Las Vegas. <laughs> Going to Vegas. These are all just too easy. Same. Well, there's a difficult one coming up. So you ready for this one? Tampa Bay at the Rams.
0: <sighs> Guess what? the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have the same record coming into week four. So I am picking the Los Angeles Rams at home. They've impressed me so far. I think Tampa, they're not going to go undefeated. It's its not happening, but I do think somebody has to trip them up early and where I think, I, I I just feel like I obviously brady is playing at another level um this will be their biggest test i think so far in terms of the defense they're going up against for him um yep so i'm gonna say you get that undefeated just thoughts out the window early on um so I'm gonna take the rams only because I can't i, I wouldn't be able to stomach <laughs>
1: this is easy to pick against the bucks that's basically the way i'm, I'm framing it yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks. I don't love it though. Um, this is really the first week where you can say that they have the defense to kind of stop Brady and that Tampa offense. But well, they, they have also the- have the quarterback and the offense to put up points as well. So
0: it's the front they're gonna. I mean, you can't. Brady can still do. I mean, Belichick this week said you know offered that Brady could play till 50. Um, you can if you get offensive line play like that, right? If you yeah. if you protect him. Uh, cause I we said this no matter what when, when you're 44, you're just not gonna get up the off the turf the same way, uh, mm-hmm. and so you can't be exposed to hits like that over and over and over again, um, but I think that LA's got the front to get to Brady, uh, and maybe that makes things difficult for the Jalen first time. Jalen Ramsey
1: helps out as well. So yeah, and somebody but that can cover. I'm still taking Tampa. I gotta see him lose before I t- don't take him. True.
0: What is that a night game? Is that the Sunday night game?
1: No, that's four twenty five. Wow. That's a good four o'clock game. Yep. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. Man, this is kind of a sucky game.
0: I'm gonna pick Seattle even though they're on the road. Bounce yep. back. I mean disappointing loss at home. Um
1: I don't I don't trust Minnesota. Minnesota's gonna be one of these middle teams. Yeah, Minnesota kind of stinks. Uh so I'm gonna take Seattle. I just don't yeah. I can't I can't pick Minnesota. And then Sunday night game. Here's your Sunday night matchup. Green Bay at San Fran. San Fran. All yeah. Jimmy does is win. Niners. Niners by a mile in that. Uh, only because
0: I don't know what we're going to get out of Green Bay. Um, yeah, tonight so, will tell the story. But So for now, for now, I'm sticking with San Fran.
1: Easy choice. Jimmy next
0: D. Monday, the, the game we'll be talking about
1: to get ready for next week's week show. Week Philadelphia at Dallas.
0: I think this will be a better game than people expect. I don't think the Eagles are going to be that good, but they uh, the NFC East teams always play each other hard. I'm st- I'm going to pick Dallas, but I think sneakily this is going to be a better game than people expect.
1: Um I don't know if that's uh, it's hard to say. I don't know if it's going to be a good game. I'm going to take Dallas cuz they're at home but I think it'll be maybe a one possession game. I don't know how high scoring it'll be based on the last week, but yeah.
0: Colin in um, the comment section is taking Philly. Okay. Going out, going out on the limb. The oddball pick. I like fly, it. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Nick also said jumping, just kind of circling back. Joe Judge isn't bad as a coach. His team is just horrible. Yeah. But I mean, this is going to be what year? Is this only year two. I'm like all screwed up now. Yeah, it's year two, I of... believe. Yeah. So I guess it's only year two. I mean, he's trying to change things there, but I don't know. I mean, granted, the Mars don't make quick decisions. They're not going to pull the plug on somebody early. They give people like 10, 15 years.
1: He so, hasn't really done anything to impress me. No, I mean. And the players, apparently, he's kind of like a weird. You, he's like one of those hardball head coaches. I don't and know. you can
0: only do that for so long if you ain't winning. Yeah. Yeah you're
1: going 0-17, it's not great to have your guys running laps after each loss. Sorry. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that remains to be seen. So uh, that's going to about do it. Uh, We've taken you right up to kickoff for Detroit at Green Bay. Uh, I'm picking the Lions. Hopefully uh, they can pull out uh, the win tonight because I just think that
1: would be spectacular. You said somebody could win $800,000. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I saw one better could potentially win like 730000 or something, pretty close to, to that.
0: <laughs> uh, chaos, see? To be root for chaos. So. Go Detroit. Uh, Want to thank Let you that all. man for- retire. Yes. Uh, Want to thank you all for joining and listening with us here tonight for our live edition of the show. We are live every Monday starting at 7.30 p.m. here on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. And if you can't catch the live show, you can also listen to the podcast edition of of the show through sounder fm or wherever you get your podcast from and if you're one of our podcast listeners you can email the show the 360 sports show at gmail.com and i'm gonna
1: quickly peruse
0: the uh the old mailbag here just want to make sure we're not missing anybody because we do have some podcast listeners who like to write in not this week but hopefully if you're one of our podcast listeners drop us a line drop us some questions insights questions comments concerns colin says you're welcome Um, So thank you, Tom, for being a frequent listener. We appreciate it. And contribute. And contribute, yes. Listener interaction makes the show. So that's going to do it for us here tonight. I'm Andy Pizzelli. He is Christian Lauber. Enjoy Monday Night Football, everybody. And we'll talk to you again next week. See ya.